Knicks family, welcome back to the God of Knicks podcast. I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with Andre Jalil and Rick Rude. What's going on? What's going on, y'all? Chilling. What's up? You know, we talk about Knicks, boy. We talk about the winners. I mean, they lost tonight, but we talk about the winners. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can do that. Um, So, the Knicks lost tonight to the Detroit Pistons um, after winning on Friday. Um, what was the final score? 99 and 91. Uh, it was a pretty, uh, it was, it was a sloppy game for sure, especially from the, from the get-go. Um, the last game was sloppy as well, but this one didn't really look that great. Um, play some catch-up. Uh, coming out the gate, it was pretty, pretty bad, but, um, you know, I guess we, we caught up third quarter, and then that was, that was pretty much the, the climax of the game for us, I guess. Um, so, um... What tell me tell me something you guys saw. What you guys think of uh, the game now? Uh you wanna go first, Rich? I don't think I should, but all right. Um yeah, I'll sandwich it, you know, say something positive, then say something negative, finish off with something positive. Um what I did see that I liked was um Dennis Smith Jr. looks like a, a new person. Um he got a new number, new haircut. Um and he, he looks like he is more in tune with what his position is supposed to be doing. Um, he's still a little bit sloppy, but um, it looks like he's actually been working on his game and it, it looks promising. All right, what, what about you, Dre? Well, I mean, I, uh, you know, it's still preseason. I can't look into it too much. Right. Uh, other than what we know already, like like for example, Mitchell Robinson makes a lot of stupid uh, fouls, um, but he plays defense. He scares people on the defensive end. Uh, Kevin Knox is and he looks like he's going to be more the same. I'm like super disappointed in him. Yeah. Uh, the kid doesn't look either. He's not motivated or it's just I, I, I'm, it's it's old already with him looking scared and shooting uh, air balls. It's 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 a little bit annoying, but and then um you know it was just like another one of those things at the end of the game. First of all, like we look garbage from the jump, like with you know they they look trashy, and then you know we were down 10 points, 11, 12 points. Then they got back in the game, like you said, third third quarter, and then it's just like everybody's trying to be the hero and they shoot they jacking up threes. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like I said before, uh, Bullock couldn't even knock down a three, but you know everybody has a bad shooting night, and you know it's the preseason, nobody's into like the mold yet yeah. so again like not looking too deep into it it, it looked kind of they looked they, for for the score what it was if they were like a, a well-oiled team like if it was like mid-season form we could have won that game but then we've been saying that for a long time so All right. yeah, it's more sure. of the same, you know for sure um if i gotta go with positive today it was uh seeing the menu quickly out there with the guys um he didn't do too much he, uh, he finished the game, obviously. He only played nine minutes. He had two points, two rebounds, and one assist. But um, it was it was what he, what he did to the defense while he was out there. Even when he didn't actually score the ball, um, you could see that the defense reacted a lot differently to just him being out there. They're, they're sprinting out to the three-point line, and he, and he usually can, you know, put himself in a good situation. I think he had a lot of first-game jitters that he had to get out. But I think once he get those out, gets those out, Tom Thibodeau even talked about it after the game. I think he said, um, I don't think, you know, I think he didn't get to make a shot, but um, 
he usually he's we see that all the time in practice. So I think it'll come around. Um, he's used to not playing against. He's not used to playing, you know, against other teams yet. So I guess we'll see how that pans out. But I like what he did to the defense, um, drawing some players out and, and, you know, attacking the paint, throwing some floaters up in there. So um, I think that's something that uh, I'll be excited to see. Hopefully he gets some good minutes. I don't see anyone definitively locking up that guard spot. Uh, so we'll see what happens. He can probably get in there and get some, you know, some good reasonable minutes. So um, that being said, um, I know, Rick, you did say you had a, a few points. Well, uh, what, what was uh, what was one, one of your points you got? Man, like I – really want Kevin Knox to be someone who we can depend on, who comes each game, plays hard, and um, like really pushes the team forward. But it, it, it doesn't look like his basketball IQ matches his physical, you know, his physical capabilities. He, he, he just goes out there, he, he looks like he hasn't played organized basketball ever before. It looks like he is used to just shooting around and, and doing moves in his in his driveway. And he's thrown into this game and he just looks terrible. Mm -hmm. Like he 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 uh, he tries hard. You could tell. He yeah. and he looks like he's beating himself up when he doesn't do well, but it doesn't look like he learns anything from game to game. And it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating to watch. He I was just saying he his first three shots, two of his shots were air balls. Mm. Like we just had media day when he was just like, yeah, I'm ready. And you, you come out here and you shoot air balls. Like, listen, any NBA player who is getting any type of NBA money and is on the court and has any type of NBA minutes should not be shooting any air balls, not consecutively. You get one a game at best. This guy shot two within about five minutes. Yeah. How can I be happy with that? Yeah, it's it's more it's it's looking like more of the same. Unfortunately, it's still early, as we all say, but uh, it's it's it doesn't look like he's learned much when it comes to that. Uh, I think the determination is there, the want is there, but um, what are you really you know gathering from from that? Um, hopefully it'll come with more more actual defenders that aren't his teammates. Uh, he has to, he, I guess he has to get used to that again. But still, I mean, he's he's not the only one out there that's not used to playing against their own team. So um, he uh, he is in the doghouse in my book. He needs to win me back. Yeah, plain, yeah, plain and simple. Yeah, and you know, it's he's he's in the doghouse again, actually. <laughs> So, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm disappointed because I was I was one of those guys that was cheering them on. I could have swore that he was going to make a big step up this year. But like I said, it's early. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's still early. Still, but he still has early. time to win. It. He has time to win his back. But right, right. Because he will that's, have that's his position. Right what year is this for him, though? This is this, this year number year two or three. three. Year, come on, come year on. Three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We and, and and you know, as Knicks fans, like we're always trying to be positive. Yeah. And it starts to get old. Like, yo, come on, man. Like, we can't even say anything anymore. Like, you know, when you yeah. have like a John Morant come out there, rookie of the year's first year. Right. Ain't yeah. no excuses. There's no excuses. And then there's guys that, you know, I talked to I talked to one of my friends earlier. He was telling me that, yeah, that James Harden trade is out there. I said, listen, we're not getting James Harden. It's not happening. And he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Come on, just chill. Listen, he's saying, <laughs> and that's the thing. He he throws these trades out there, and he's making Knox the pre- premier name, and Frank Nilakina. I'm like, not gonna I, happen. I love mm-hmm. these guys. I love these guys, but no one wants these guys. Let's be honest. <laughs> Especially for James Harden, you think you, you think you're gonna take James Harden? Yeah. For, no. And then no way. You, you look at the game that he puts up. You can't. What what, what did Knox have tonight? Uh, I think he was like one and six. Oh my gosh! Let me see. Knox was one for six. Yes, oh for two yeah. from the three point. Knox was one for six. Yeah. yeah, without a free throw attempt, and that's that's something that shows me he's not even being aggressive the way he really should be. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's out there, he's doing stuff, but you know when your shot isn't falling, what do they tell you? Get to the line. You know what I mean? Take it in. You know, get some contact. Go to the go. Get a layup. You know, you keep shooting the ball and you keep getting these air balls. It's not going to look good. It's not going to change much. You got to get in there. You got to fill the game out. Um, you look at RJ. RJ ended up with uh, 10. He with 25 points tonight. He was our, our, our leading scorer. Yeah. Um, RJ? Yeah. Yeah. 25, 25. points. 10, 10 to 17 from the field. Um, one for five from the three-point line, which is an area of, of concern. But listen, man, no one else on the team made more than one. That, that's gonna come. I, yeah, that's gonna come. Yeah, outside of Burks, no one else made more than one three. So I'm not mad at that. And he shot four for five from the free throw line. So and that's an improvement for for RJ. You know, on going forward, that's something that we want to see him to continue to do. If you can get to the line, which is something he did well last year, but he wasn't converting at a high clip from the line. So when you can get to the line and actually make them, you know, at least at, give me 72, 75 percent. I'll take that. And I'll be happy with it over the 60, what, 63% he shot last year, 64%. Um, but this, this is someone that who's, who's supposed to be a guy that you can count on to be, you know, maybe a franchise player going yeah. forward. Maybe. Keyword maybe. But he, but he looked a lot cleaner from yeah. the first game to this game. So, yeah. you know, I'm, that, that makes me feel confident. Um, this and let's talk about the things that I'm starting to see from RJ that are exciting me. <clears throat> As we all know, I'm, I'm a big RJ fan, but what I'm starting to see, which is you know, I followed him for a while. I'm a Duke fan, obviously, so I watched him all year in Duke. But there's there's this aspect of him not being able to shoot, obviously, or not as well as everyone else wants him to be able to shoot, but the kid is starting to get his mid-range game. And I think he's starting to settle in as, you know what? Okay, I'm going to take threes, especially because they're going to give them to me. But I think he's starting to make the mid-range his bread and butter. I'm starting to see a lot of places in, in the mid-range. He's hitting pull-up J's, turn around, fadeaways and stuff like that. And this is something he's just doing and it's dropping in the net. It's not rattling around. It's something that he looks like he's actually putting in time after games, before, you know, late nights, early mornings, and these that's what you got to do to change those things that you know are weaknesses. And um, for, for, for once, there's a player on our team that we can say has some inner motivation and doesn't have to be motivated Coach. to yeah, get yeah. better. You know what I mean? And that's something that, you know, enamored me, I guess, with, with, with RJ since the, the beginning was, you know, he's not the flashiest player. There's not a bunch of things that he does great but it's it's the fact that you don't have to push his buttons. He'll push his own buttons. You know what I mean? And um, 
they're starting to, I'm starting to see him getting a lot, a lot, a lot more comfortable with his jump shot. He did, he had a step back today and, and, and just pulled up and knocked it down. And it wasn't just the fact that he did it, it's the form. He's starting to yeah, look like look it's a nice. lot cleaner. It's clean. It nice. Yeah. Not sloppy. You know, it's, like I said, it was looking like he's putting time in, you know, before and after games. And, and that's, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. But that's my take on RJ. I don't know if you guys had anything to say about it. Now, AJ, what I said about RJ before was like how I like how he goes to the basket. He reminds me of how they used to give LeBron James the ball at the end of the game and just let him go to the basket. I feel mm -hmm. like he gets a little bit stronger. I think the kid is strong. I think he'll get a little bit stronger. But I think once he learns how to go to the basket, that'll be a great help down the stretch. You get somebody like, listen, we need points in the paint. Get in there and go. He Because he goes in there, there'll be two guys down there and he's still going up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He get a little bit more finesse because he missed the layup at the end of the game. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Yeah, yeah and I, it was just like, yo, you, all you had to do was dunk it. Yeah. You know, I was super frustrated looking at that. Like, yo, stop laying it up, man. Like, you mm -hmm. you was in front. Dunk it. Yeah. yeah. You know, he did the last game. He just dunked it because, you know, they sitting there, they waiting for you. Or they try trying to come. They trying to. So that was frustrating, but he's got to learn when to dunk it and when to so I lay it up, but the kid has a lot of promise. I'm I'm excited about his future, unlike Kevin Knox. <laughs> and Dennis Smith didn't get a lot of minutes either, you know. But he looked he looked okay. He didn't, you know. I, yeah, I don't he know. Looked man. better. He looked better. Yeah, the thing about Dennis Smith yeah. with me, um, I know you did you did say you like how comfortable he's starting to look, and he does look like he's settling down. He looks like he doesn't. The thing that I feel changed with Dennis Smith is it doesn't look like he's looking over at the coach as much anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it looks like he's he's a little bit more confident. You see uh, Tom Thibodeau call him over and actually talk with him. Yeah. Days. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. He was like, listen, this is how you do it. And I, what yeah. that showed me was that he may be the guy that he's relying on him. Listen, you do this, you do that. I think once he gets a few little yeah. details in there, mm -hmm. assistant with that, I think, I, think, I think Thibodeau likes him. That's what it looked like. Yeah, he's he's patient. I mean, the coach doesn't take a lot of players under their wing, and they're not right. patient with just anyone with the starting point guard position. So um, I think he kn he knows he has the tools to to be good, you know. So he's gonna keep giving them the chances, especially you know while he's he's here and, and he's under contract. So um, you know, I I want I want to see DSJ be very very successful. When he was traded here, that's some that was somebody that we wanted to be our starting point guard when it happened, you know, when, when that trade went down. And that happened, you know, that, that was for a reason, because of who he was. And if he can at least get to be, get back to that guy, you know, get yeah. get us 12 to 14 points a game, five, five, six assists a game, I'm fine with that. You know, at least, you know, you're not depreciating your value as you've been doing the entire time that you were here. So um you know, uh, he looks, he's starting to look a little bit more promising, but he has a long, long, long way to go. Um, he was uh, a minus 15 on the floor today. Yeah, I mean, he did, probably didn't play too much defense while he wasn't out there. There, there was some ticky-tack stuff he was doing. He, like he, to, to me, like I saw, he, he was attempting to steal the ball and then I think he knew that he fouled, so he gave up on it before the whistle was even blown. And I, I was curious as to to know what he was thinking in that moment, because he 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 did a couple of he had a couple of um, attempted steals, 
that looked very good. Like, you know, he, 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 he did it the way I used to do it. Like he would, um, reach over, you know, reach across the, the, the um, the player and tap it behind them mm-hmm. and then run on the other side to get it. And then, you know, proceed to like the fast break or whatever. And, right. and I, I love the way it looks. Mm-hmm. Um, when it, and, when it works. When, when, yeah, when it works, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a high percentage move where you could get a foul if you, you know, if you're not clean with it, yeah. but if you are clean with it, you know, there's nothing that's stopping you. Right, so, right, right. um, I saw that a lot tonight. He did it about three times. I I, I like that. I I like to see more of him standing in front. I think he still thinks that if he's not getting a steal, that he's not playing good defense. And I think that's that's wrong. You can still play great defense without actually trying to attempt a steal. So I think there's a lot of times when he goes for a steal thinking that, all right, well, I'm playing defense. And a lot of times that can put you in a worse position, possession-wise, you know, you know, especially when it comes to another opposing point guard that might actually know what he wants to do when, right. when regarding him. So, yeah. you know, um, he has a long way to go, but it's, a, it's some promise, definitely some promise. Now, um, Dre, I know you did mention Mitchell Robinson. Um, he uh, he's had his struggles, as as you mentioned. What he had five fouls tonight. Was it? Yeah, he had five fouls quick. And I saw a five couple fouls. of them look like he's doing it on purpose. It looked like he just doesn't care. He just has – it just looks like one of those little immature things where he just does it. <laughs> You're looking at him like, yo, just slow down. Like, just think for a second. Yeah. You know, that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and then he picked up five fouls, but he ended up playing the game and ending it out. Like, you know, Thibodeau left him out there. It's, of course, it's a preseason game. You got to learn. Game. You got to learn. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that flagrant that he got, do you think it, it should have been um, ruled nah, a flagrant? He, stuck. he got stuck out there, and yeah. then he landed like but, but early. But you shouldn't even been in that position, right? Number one, that but wasn't even that like, wasn't even your defender. That's the problem. That's the problem yeah. that 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 I'm that I've had with how he gets his fouls. You, you're already in the air. Then you're saying, "Damn, I shouldn't have done this." Right? <laughs> you're in the NBA now. You can't do that. Yeah, you gotta can't do that. Go. Like you, you said, like, where, where, where were you going? Where were you going if if he did jump? It right. would have been a foul anyway. Either way, it would have been a foul. Right. So, you know, you throw your entire body up in the air to the point where when Blake goes like this into you, yeah. he's, it's in your midsection. You're, you're right. that high right. in the You're air. humping him on the shoulder. So, and you're, that's a seven-footer. You don't ever need to jump that high. And right. it's Blake Griffin. Like, he... And it's Blake Griffin. He's not jumping anymore. Yeah, he's not doing nothing. He he's, he's doing, doing that to draw fouls so he could go to the line. He's not trying to absolutely one thousand percent every time, every single time. So until Mitch learns how to keep himself, it's discipline. It's just I, I think I think people expect him to get these these um dynamic blocks. So mm-hmm. when he when he saw that, you know, he had the opportunity, he was just like, Yeah, this is my time. That's why he, yeah. he went off for of his defender to try to get that block. Man. That's why Noel got to start over him. He was salivating for that block. Yeah, he wanted and it. I, I could, you could see why Noel, Noel is seasoned. Noel is, he's more he chilled. Poised, yep. Yeah, he's poised and he's got that over him. And I don't, I don't mind that because Noel may not be a starting center for other teams. You see, he's frail looking, but he's like, he's defensive minded, but he doesn't yeah. do like dumb stuff. Yeah. He's, he's, they're literally the same player. I think there's just more potential. <laughs> They do similar things. Just, yeah. yeah, more potential with with Mitch and just more experience with no- Noel. 
And well, it just looks like he takes the game more, more serious. Well, now because you know, coming into the league, he had a lot of issues with showing up late. Just just like Mitch now, not really being uh, someone who cared much. You know, professionalism, professional. Right. Supposedly, he was showing up places high allegedly, but you know, I mean, that's this is what happens. Oh, well. This is and that that's the same shit I said when I heard it because I'm like you gotta hi wow yeah I mean this is these are he this, wasn't fined by the league or nothing listen these I don't know I don't know I can go this back is and just check what you're hearing gotcha. this is just things that I've heard said um, on other places but um, I don't necessarily the in, point point being is you learn from you know from your mistakes and you grow so Mitch okay. has Mitch has an opportunity to to. To get to that that point, and um, I know he mentioned before the game that he doesn't really think about who's starting or coming off the bench. He just thinks that they both can bring something good to the floor, and um, but, you know he wants to help. You know, and I think that's good. At this point, I know you want to be a start. You should always want to be a starter, but I think at this point of the season, you should worry about what the team needs, um, build chemistry, and um, who, whoever the coach needs out there. You know, that's what you do. But um, they're not going to keep him around to be a a bench center much longer. So they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do with him. Either he's going to get traded or they're going to start him at center. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, Frank got, Frank looked okay out there a little bit today. He didn't get a whole lot of time. He didn't get a whole no, lot of didn't. time. Frank looked like Frank. He looked like Frank. He got, he got out there and knocked a, a, a three down. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the only thing I could really say um, yeah. that he did that was, you know, noticeable. Yeah. It's the only thing he did really. Are noteworthy. <laughs> yes. It's the only thing besides he had an assist and a rebound. You know, um, coaches experimenting out there. Uh, you know, um, even even Dennis Smith. Dennis actually Dennis Smith had 17 minutes. So he only had two points. You know, but you know, these are these are staggered lineups. A lot of these guys aren't going to be playing when you know by the time the season comes. Um Thibodeau typically plays a nine maybe 10 man rotation and those last two to three guys aren't going to see more than 15 minutes anyway. So, um, you got to really check to see, you know, I, I, I don't know <laughs> who's going to be the odd man or men out, um, for the second straight game. We didn't see any Omari Spellman, uh, Iggy, uh, Theo Pinson, Jerry Harper, Michael K. Gilchrist. So, you know, there's a lot of guys out there. That we don't know what's going on with them, so um, I think they're you know we're not gonna see them till late in the season, but um, I um I thought it was, I mean I was happy to see Emmanuel quickly out there, but I I was just like you know what I think now would be a good time to play um, Braz Brazdikas because um you're not gonna really play him during the season like that he mm-hmm. he really would have to like excel at his position which i don't really think he's going to get an opportunity to do but he should have been playing out there i mean i don't i need to know what's going on in practice at that three spot because if if you look at it it's really your guaranteed threes are iggy knox and michael kagikrist so i want to know gilchrist however you say it um i want to know what that what that looks like out there because i want to know why they're coming up with just knox playing out of those three so i don't know because i think Mark, i think knox is the guy that's supposed to be that guy he's a, he's, he's the supposed young to be, but you can't you can't force but i mean my thing is is that 
what yeah, are they doing? Michael what do the practices Kidd, look like? Yeah, but Michael K. Gilchrist is only there for defense. They're trying to see if Knox could give him this mm-hmm. offense. He's supposed to be a good right. right. It just seemed right. like out there tonight nobody could shoot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like somebody like, you know, like I didn't see the kid uh pull up, you know, get any shots, uh, our draft pick, but he was uh, you know, it just Knox didn't look like very promising at all, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of our draft pick, OB OB uh He had a rough night. He didn't fall off a cliff, but he slipped, you know. Uh <laughs> he, I'd rather it be now. I'm glad he had it. Yeah, it now. Exactly. You know, um, he only had four points, four rebounds, one assist. He was he shot one for nine, one for six from three. Um, he's got to step in a little bit. I know you can shoot the three, you know, test it out, see what you can do at this point in an NBA game. Mm-hmm. But um, you really, really, really got to get to the point where you're saying to yourself, all right, am I help- hurting or helping my team with these shots? You know, and... I know there was a, a point where I know you guys had mentioned you seen a, a sequence where they passed the ball out to him a couple of times and he just kept taking the three, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, he'll get to the point where either he'll knock it down a second time or he'll say, you know, what, let me just drive and just, you know, take it in. So, you know, um, hopefully he's, he's learning what to do at that point, you know? Right. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Depends on what did you guys see from Obi? You said defensively? I'm sorry, yeah. Just in general. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Drew. He just had a rough night. You know, it looked like he, you know, he looks like he wants to do his thing. And he's, uh, you know, how like it looked like dude trying too much, too much. He's trying to do too much or whatever the case. And he wasn't quite trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. But he just had a rough night. It's his second It's his second game. He had a good start. Right. Uh, wasn't a great game his first start, but it was a good start. So I think that, you know, he just got to settle down. He'll, he'll, he'll get into it. Yeah. You know, he didn't have like the flashy dunks that you – you want to see from him and everything, but mm-hmm. he still he still did his thing. He's got to he's got to really earn it. I think I think he's gonna be coming off the bench too. I don't think he's quite got it just yet. Yeah, he's got a he's he's definitely got a long way to go. Yeah, he's got a little ways to go. But I was thinking if my oh. bad, I was thinking if Mitchell got that foul, what they were gonna do if they want end up playing him as a uh, if the they had five. as a backup five or. You know, I was wondering if he'd be in there and how he looked doing that. I think, uh, my bad, Rick, I'm going to let you go real quick. Um, but I think at whatever point, I think uh, Thibodeau is always going to try to keep Ethan Nerlens or Mitch in there um, yeah. at the five. So I think he we'll should. See. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, what were you going to say, Rick? I was going to say I'm not worried about Obi. I think um, he has a good head on the shoulders. Um, I think he is ready to play at this level. Um the rest is just experience. He just needs to be out there. The more he's out there, the the more he'll understand uh, the flow of the game and what's needed of him. I'm not worried about Obi. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I don't really have much else to to go off of. Um, it was a loss, 99-91. Um, did, did we talk about Randall? We tried to skip over Randall as much as we could. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, we didn't talk about Randall. <laughs> Um, what we, that, we got we got to talk about him. Um, let, let you lead up. We didn't we didn't talk about Randall. That's a, that's that's on me. Um, I look, I, I Randall. He he's one of those guys where he's either hot or cold. And um, tonight, I feel that he's he, both. 
at the same time, right? How crazy. Um, but tonight, one thing that I liked about him is um, he, he was ready to run. Uh, I mentioned this to you guys earlier. Um, he he got an offensive, re- uh, a defensive rebound, and um, he, he started to run. And it looked like the rest of the team was just jogging. And he was just like, come on, guys. And he, he sped up. And he did it about, I want to say, four or five times tonight. And each time resulted in some type of scoring, whether he scored off of the, the fast break or he went to the line and scored. So that is something that I like to see. Yeah. And even though it sometimes looked like, all right, man, hold up, maybe you should slow up a little bit, like he was able to get something out of it. And it's cool if he is able to get something out of it, but if it turns into like a turnover or just a, a really ugly possession, then it's kind of like, yo, what are you doing? So it, it goes right back into that hot and cold thing. So right. um, tonight it worked for him. Is it going to work every night? Of course not. But, right. you know, I, I like to see that energy coming from him. Yeah, like so like you said, the energy is what I like. Uh, one of the things was they called that foul on him because, you know, Blake was on him and he hit his head. He hit Blake's face with his head. Yeah. You know, he was doing one of these moves. Yeah. And when he did that move, like, he's supposed to have that space. Like, what's the... So he kept going back and forth. He got technical. And I yeah. remember sitting there, I was sitting next to my wife and she ain't, she don't care. But I'm over there. I'm saying it anyway. I'm like, watch watch next time he get the ball. He gonna go crazy. What happened? He grabbed a rebound yeah. or something and ran all the way down fast. Yeah. And I like that type of... Aggr- and I think he scored. He scored the ball or whatever. He ain't do a spin move. And uh, and he scored. And I, I like to see that because when you have like a big man like that, that's when it's like, like you said, you got to have these dudes running, these younger kids. Like, listen, if he's running like this, get with him, run with him. So you got your big man running like that. You know, he power forward slash small. He's a, he's a power forward, right? He ain't a small forward at all. He don't play that. I think he might play the five here and there. But for him to run like that is dope. But then a lot of times he just gets to... He just seems like that nutty friend you got where you just can't tell him to chill. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yo, chill, chill. Julius, chill. He won't chill. Just like <laughs> nah, he got, got this. For the day. Yeah, it's just like he won't stop. And he's going to do another spin move. Like, like, yo, just go at it. Don't spin this time, though. Don't spin. And then he spin. You're like, yo, you can't tell him nothing. <laughs> you know? And it's, it's, it's just real wild. So it's, uh, it's, it's funny to see sometimes when he does when he does a spin move after we say and he did a spin move today and lost the ball again yeah like you said josh he drives in the traffic and that's when he passes the ball out only when he's in trouble he's not finessing it or getting a dime because he's being creative with it he's just running right and it's like come on man you know so you can't can't take an arrow out of his quiver man that spin move is 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 there it's one of his moves he's not gonna drop it yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm curious to see because, you know, again, I look at this from a coaching standpoint, I guess like some kids, you just can't tell them nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering what what coach is thinking, like when he's shooting these threes and when he's doing these spin moves and it's like, did he go again or do you just bench him or whatever the case? But like I said, it looks like it looks like somewhere in that organization that he's the guy. Like, you know, like I said earlier, he's the guy because we have to maintain his value if we want to do anything with him, you know, um, trade-wise. Um, you can't lower his value because um, it'll be harder for you to trade him. And his contract is already not the most desirable contract for the player you're getting back. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to make him look like he's good at what he does. 
So um, there's gonna be a lot of them playing him, um, even when we don't want to see it, uh, even when coach doesn't want to put him out there. But he's on the roster. You have to play him. So um, I'm, I'm, I, I like what Julius Randle does in terms of you don't. He's another guy you don't have to motivate to play. Yeah. Um, but you know, like you know, like you said, I noticed. I, I mentioned last time. I don't like the the fact that it looks like he only passes when he's when he doesn't have a shot or when he's getting into trouble. Um, so that being said, uh, he had a pretty decent game. We had 18 points. Uh, I think he had, he made nine free throws out of those 18, which means he only, he only made four shots and one of them was a three pointer. Um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty. He made, he only made four shots the entire game. If you look at it like that. Um, with as much as he had the ball in his hands and was driving and trying to create something, that's really all he came up with. But, you know, um, that's what we got right now. We got to maintain his value. He's got to go out there. He's got to lead us. Um, he's our best player, and he has to play like it. So until he's not our best player, we're going to be hard on him, unfortunately. Okay. But um, that was our Julius Randle segment. <laughs> because it's hard to talk about him as if we – are excited as we were last year because I mean uh, it's more I, I, I am excited about him though. It's just he just scares me. Yeah. You know, I, you know I, like it's one of those things where I want to see what I do want to see what Thibodeau decides to do mm-hmm. with him, how he uses him. Because he it looks like he's starting you can't start anybody over him. Yeah you can you you have to play him. You gotta play him. He's your best player. Yeah, he, he's he's well at that position. He's the best player. Obi yeah. Toppin can't touch him just yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course you have other guys, Nerlens and no, those guys. They play a different position. There's no, but Kevin Knox is not trying to make a case for himself. It doesn't seem. Mm-hmm. It, not that he's at his position either. Right. But it, he just seems like he's one of the him and RJ. RJ. Yeah, it is RJ. Him and RJ are the only ones that are are like who seem like a lot. It, mm-hmm. And it looks like, speaking of point guards, it looks like it looks like it's Peyton's job to lose. It doesn't look like anybody else is really given a case for. Yeah. And it looks like those three are our starters. And it, Nerlens, it looks like Nerlens is the center. Yeah. And, and it looks like uh, he's the uh, the power forward. Julius, he's the power forward. And then, um, as far as the other positions, I'm not even really sure. I, well, RJ is our shooting guard, and it looks like. And it looks like Peyton. Yeah. Alfred. Yeah. Alfred Peyton is out. Does Peyton even do anything tonight? What did he do tonight? He just started, but you know, he looks solid. He doesn't come in there. He he he's just solid. And Peyton had four points, two rebounds, two assists, and eight. But you know, he's not playing, you know, that they they showing everybody. So I feel like yeah. he didn't get any any minutes because they already decided. Yeah, that's what they wanted to see how the other guys are gonna handle it. I believe that this game would have had a different, a different uh a different uh turnout if he did play the minutes he's gonna end up really getting yeah but this is the same thing for all of these other teams also you know who knows what detroit is doing out there yeah it could be you know who knows you know yeah uh you know okay i don't know i don't when's, when's our next game actually is there any um wednesday wednesday games of Cavs. oh that'll be fun 
That should be fun. Um, yeah, we get Wednesday against the Cavs and then uh, Friday against the Cavs. So um, that's all we got. Um, thank you once again for tuning into God of Knicks podcast. Um, I guess you guys will see us after the next game, hopefully, if not on um, Friday. Absolutely, man. All right. Yeah, we're going. Peace, y'all. Peace.